This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. still hanging out with you. It's the Tuesday edition of Kelly and Rumia, found on AMI-tv, AMI-audio, and your favorite podcast platform. I'm Rumia Amadin with Kelly McDonald. Thanks for tuning in. Boy, we got a great parenting talk ahead for you, ladies and gentlemen, as we bring on Lucila Belafonte, and we do this once a month on the program. Are you ready to learn, laugh, and maybe even cry a little? Join me, Lucia Belafonte, as we explore how disability can affect your parenting journey. I'll share advice and stories to help you grow in confidence and courage. Lucia, her guest, we're today going to be talking about how an adult with a disability, you can achieve your dreams, Lucia. We are. Hi, I'm so excited to have Maria Cabral join us today. And, you know, for those of you out there, if you think that today's discussion really isn't related to parenting, I'm going to ask you to please keep an open mind and see where you can fit it in to your parenting journey, because I really believe it definitely is related Mm. to parenting. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so Lucia, tell us why Maria is joining us today. Well, Maria is here really, truly to inspire our audience to dream and take action. Um, She is a mother living with Parkinson's disease. She's also someone who has recently fulfilled a lifelong dream. And she's done this through the support and by using adaptive strategies. So I'm going to ask Maria, will you please share a little bit about yourself with our audience today? And let us know what dream you actually fulfilled. My name is Maria Cabral. I, um, I'm 66 years old. I immigrated from Portugal when I was 19, so a long time ago. And I was diagnosed with Parkinson in 2011. Um, my dream that I just fulfilled was to write my memoirs uh, write my biography with the motivation to help animals with the proceeds of such book. And the objective, the motivation leads to my objective, which is help animals. And the objective motivates me to uh, pursue my dream. Thank you. I, Can you uh, explain? And let us know, Maria, what exactly did you mean by, like, help animals? Uh, Help animals is uh, something that it's been with me since uh, I was a child because my mother in Portugal gave shelter, food and shelter to any animal who needed, no exceptions, Mm -hmm. open door. So I grew up on that environment. And when I came to make the decision to share my memoirs or not, that was due to a very special cat, my miracle cat, Leopardo, that helped me to face the traumas of my past by his unconditional love facilitating me to face it, bring it to the surface, surface of the subconscious, 
to the level of the conscious and face it. So I owe it to my, my mother, I owe it to Leopardo. And when I see alp animals, um, it means from the few cats that I have to the few cats that I take in for different reasons, because they are too old, because the owners cannot take care of them anymore, to my ultimate dream at this point, which is I'm looking for a property where I can build with the help of uh, organization, or animal organization, it'll build an animal sanctuary. And I feel very good about that. It gives my life a purpose, like I said, an objective, a motivation mm-hmm. to, to go on. That's so exciting. Thank you for sharing, Maria. You know, I wanted you to talk a little bit about um, the first reaction you had, if you don't mind sharing this with our audience. When the idea of writing your book came to you, I know you've shared this with me, but please share with the audience, what was your first reaction? Uh, The first reaction was that it seemed such an impossible uh, impossible project because right. of the limitations that come with Parkinson. Mm. And I'm happy to share that. And you know this better than anybody that what I've done is I created a support system that mm-hmm. to perform the tasks that I could not perform. So I got myself in this case, I got you as mm. a coach, a coach with several names, uh, <laughs> several, several tasks. So you, you pursued and completed what I couldn't complete about the book. Right. Mm -hmm. And how about the other people in your life or any other accommodations that you implemented to help you realize that you could achieve your dream? Okay, for the writing of the book specifically, I got, I did a, we did a combination of when I record, when I could not scribe, I would record the parts of the book and you put it in paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a support system from my friends that have been very encouraging because they feel that they, they're part of the project. So they support me from giving me a ride, which I cannot do myself now, uh, to saving me from drowning in thousands of emails, uh, the, the support or just purely supporting me emotionally to, to move on. That's been very gratifying. I love that. It sounds as though, you know, when we're going through something, the support of friends and families and perhaps sometimes even a change in roles is really important to help us nurture those dreams and fulfill them. Yes. Yeah, I I love that. And it, it works in a way that now it helps me to accept Parkinson. Because one of the biggest challenges was my mind is vivid. I still have the ability to dream like I always had and Mm. plan big projects like I always had. But my body became very disobedient. It doesn't do what I'd like it to do. So that's the part that I feel in uh, with, with, uh, with people that can perform those tasks that are difficult for me. Amazing. And how about, I know you've shared this with me, sometimes even that realization that, you know, you still are you, even though you're a different version of yourself. 
accepting that you're still you, but in a slightly different way. Yes, I am still me, and I feel more me from the moment I accepted mm -hmm. my restrictions. I accepted the challenges and put them to good use, uh, transformed something, all the bad stuff that happened in my past to something good in the present. Mm. So that is helps me to accept the disease of, of, of Parkinson, which is not easy for anyone. But right. if you accept your challenges and find ways of dealing with them, then you are a new you, not better or worse than the old you. I love that. And, you know, that's a really important point for parents out there, whether you are a parent with a disability or you're raising a child with a disability. I think sometimes we shy away from the idea of acceptance and we think that when we accept something, we're accepting limitations. But to me, you know, when working with Maria and hearing Maria speak, acceptance is not about accepting limitations, but accepting the fact that we need to approach things from a different perspective. Right. Perhaps yeah. complete things, doing something differently, accommodating. We talk about accommodating for children at school, accommodating when we're teaching our child maybe to tie their shoelaces. And so this is self-acceptance and this desire and need to grow and fulfill our dreams, you know, is is wonderful because with acceptance comes the ability to grow. Wouldn't yeah. you say, Maria? Lu Lucia and Maria, yes, I just yes. have to say, I think that yeah. that's tremendous because a lot of time you think about, oh, a limitation. It's those terminologies that that I've noticed you're, you're getting away from. You, mm -hmm. It's finding a way around. Yeah, yes. assess that I have this issue. I have this limitation yeah. due to my circumstance. I'm finding a way around it. And I, I really like us speaking in that way because it's too easy to say, you know, oh, I, I can't do this or I uh, this gets in my way. There's no way I can accomplish that. And yet there are ways. It's a different way. It looks different. Yes, Sorry, I love I that. It is, right? It is different. And sometimes it might not be easy. But just because something is not easy to do does not mean it's not worthwhile. Right. I know that Maria's journey, Maria, if you don't mind me sharing, took two years. Yes. It took two years to accomplish. But in the end, I think, Maria, you, you can, you know, share to this too. You became a much stronger version of yourself. The confidence, the pride that grew and developed as you accomplished that goal and wrote The Miracle Cat was phenomenal. And, you know, originally when we spoke about doing this, um, about having you on, you know, it was you didn't want to appear on camera, whereas now it then developed into, I'm fine. I accept myself. I'm an amazing person. I can appear on camera. I think that's a huge accomplishment. Thank you. You're very welcome. Do you want to share any final words? I just want to send a message to those who share what so-called um, restrictions to mm -hmm. face them in a new light. It's opportunity. You will grow as a result of it. As you establish new ways of dealing with it, you experience the growth. And what I noticed too, that is actually quite comforting is the friends and people that I surround myself to, they find it as opportunity to grow too. Because I if they, they be 
part, they being part of the process. Yes. You're such an inspiration and a motivation. I truly hope our audience comes away today and thinking that not only are they capable of fulfilling their dreams, but that they can help their children to fulfill mm -hmm. their dreams as they go forward in life. Well, I sure. appreciate that, um, Lucia, you mentioned that Maria's dream took two years because I think part of yes. this understanding is that mm -hmm. self-compassion and empathy about this being a process, right, Maria? Like, you have to kind of That's trust right. in the process, and that process, you all the time don't have the access to when you're going to get to the dream part, to the... To the um, like completion? Oh, yeah the completion but yeah. also the the encouragement of it right the mm. self-encouragement part because you don't always see the light at the end of the tunnel and you gotta gotta go through the building of strength day by day so maria like kind of a follow-up question to to how long it took you how long had you been wanting to write this memoir like when was it an actual idea for you it it was since uh 2010 Wow. When mm. when uh, a little kitten, my miracle cat, showed up in my backyard and became part of my life and his unconditional love mm -hmm. allowed me to face my past, all the traumas, yes. all the happenings. So wow. from, from that time, um, coincidentally, my mother passed away on the day of my birthday in 2010, mm. around the time that she sent me Leopardo. Uh -huh. So since then, and I had shame associated with sharing my traumas and happenings of the past, and I had to deal with it and was thinking of writing the book under a fake name and then realized actually with the support of a, of a friend that said, you hide all this all your life and now you're going to take a fake name. So I took my own name my identity to create, to deliver sincerity, credibility. It's my name and Leopardo's name in a book, nobody else's. Right, right. Uh, and that's the way, because Maria, as you mentioned, the past, the things that make us kind of like, oh, I want to leave that behind. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to deal with it. They've been some empowering things along with the supports from, you know, the, the, the friends, the people, the help, the cat, everything is, has really built to give you that strength that so many people admire because you can take it the right way where some of us, we may get support, a pat on the back, and not really know what to do with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it takes yeah. a lot of patience. And it does. I think we can be very, very impatient when we're frustrated. With ourselves. Yeah. With ourselves. Yeah or we don't have that sounding board, right? Like you've yes. shouted out so many people, Maria, who have helped you through this process in different ways. And you can kind of remember now um, how people have helped you along the way now that you are where you are with the memoir being released. But during those times, sometimes we don't even know what we need, as you said, Kelly, and yeah. the people who are there who can sit in the mud with us or give us words of encouragement or say, hey, how about this? Try this as, a, as an opportunity or solution. It, all of those little things and, and all those people help us through the process. Yeah, and we That's empower right. them. You empower yeah, those people. Course. That's why they're sitting there saying, what do you mean put of your name course. on it? Because of the way they yeah. view you. Um, mm -hmm. Lucia, we'll hand it to you for final words. Well, I'm just going to say that 
Um, absolutely. Maria is such an inspiration. And not only was she empowered, but then she empowered me to write a children's story Lovely. that was based on her on her memoir and it's for children and um you know it, so this is not about me it's really about maria and fulfilling your dreams and understanding that sometimes it takes us a while to fulfill those dreams and we might fall something that maria didn't you know talk a lot about was there were times when we were working together that we had to pause and that pause sometimes was 15 minutes sometimes it was days and I want everyone to know out there that that is okay. That's part of the process, part of the journey. But the important part is we eventually, Maria went back to it. And you and the keep going back, that perseverance and that determination and that self-love and that self-acceptance will get you to that cross line and will get you to the finish line and will help you to achieve whatever your dream might be. Well, Thanks, we got to say thank you to you, Lucia, Maria, both of you, very inspiring and, and giving us a lot of food for thought. Good luck, ladies. Thank Take you. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you very thank much. You. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. We talk parenting uh, once a month here on the program when Lucia Belafonte joins us. We do this on the first Tuesday of the month. Well, they mentioned children's books, and books. Uh, now oh, yeah. with Dave Brown on tomorrow's show is going to mention children films. We're going to find out what they have in store for us uh, when we tease tomorrow's show after the break. Also, if you ever wonder what the difference is between collecting and hoarding, I got you covered from something I've read. That also after the break on Kelly and Ramya. We'll be back with more of Kelly and Ramya after this short break. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.